events like those that happened in our nation's capital this last week can be very sobering. Hopefully they are sobering. I've interacted with a lot of people over the last six months or so that were rightly critical of the demonstrations that turned riotous in places like Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, and other places over the last summer. The phrase mostly peaceful was hilariously overused by the media to describe events that did often begin peaceful and they remained mostly peaceful right up to the point that windows were smashed, businesses ransacked, buildings burned, and not only was property destroyed, but the mostly peaceful protests often ended up with individuals being beaten and some even killed. Mostly peaceful became a farcical meme when it was continuously applied to the riots that were clearly no longer peaceful. Watching the riots over the summer, there is no possible way to not cast judgment and say, that is wrong. Of course, you can only do so when first you acknowledge the existence of objective moral imperatives, and then you are willing to also be subjected to the same moral standards yourself, if and when your group breaks those standards. This week, we did see a shift from a mostly peaceful demonstration by those on the right becoming no longer peaceful there in Washington, D.C. at the Capitol. When this happened, there was a fascinating flip-flop. Those within the traditional media establishment that endlessly referred to last summer's demonstrations as mostly peaceful, even after they were no longer peaceful, they immediately ramped up the rhetoric against what happened in the Capitol. Now, what happened in D.C. was immediately called seditious insurrection. It was termed the work of domestic terrorists and was called by many media establishments as a treasonous coup on behalf of the president who, according to their editorials, incited the mob. At the same time, virtually all the pundits and politicians on the ideological and political right, they also spoke against what had happened in D.C. and they condemned the acts at the Capitol. And what that means is that there was, as far as I can tell, a consistency from those that are on the right, while there seems to be something of an inconsistency by those that are on the left. If you are going to call what happened this last summer mostly peaceful, then it is very difficult to flip-flop midstream and call what happened last week in Washington a seditious insurrection. Let me clearly state what happened in D.C. was lawless and inexcusable. Those involved who broke the law should reap the consequences of doing so, but in acknowledging such, as has virtually everyone I've heard on both the right or the left, one must concede that the riots over the summer were lawless and inexcusable as well. We must be consistent in our condemnations of violence. We must have equal weights in our judgments, or else our judgments are worthless. The wise King Solomon wrote in Proverbs, dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord. A second time he wrote, diverse weights and diverse measures, they are both alike and are an abomination to the Lord. Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount gave much the same principle when he taught, judge not that you be not judged. This is a much misunderstood teaching from Christ. 
On a number of occasions, I've had individuals inform me that Jesus commanded that we are not to judge one another. One thing you can know for certain when someone tells you this is that you're talking with a person that has either never read Matthew chapter 7 or they didn't read it very carefully. Jesus' words in Matthew 7 are not a command against judgment. Rather, they are a command against unjust judgment or hypocritical condemnations. It is quite impossible for us to not judge. We make value judgments continuously, but when we do, we must maintain consistency in our judgment, and we need to judge ourselves or our team by the same standard with which we judge others. We must have honest weights and scales. As the law in Deuteronomy commands, you shall not have in your bag differing weights. Therefore, Jesus taught, judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and you do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, you have a plank in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Some valuable words to consider as you begin your week. We'll see you next time.